0: Hello everyone, it's Sam here from Marketing Meanders with Sally and Sam, and uh, today I'm just recording a, a mini-meander with you, so I'm on my own in my kitchen, so you might be able to hear it's a bit echoey, but this is about an area which I had noted down a while ago. I'll give you the title first, shall I? It's uh, the three dimensions of success in marketing, all in their own time and space. I've added that little bit at the end there actually since uh, I wrote this down originally because um, I think it makes sense or more sense perhaps. But the problem is I, I wrote this note down a while ago and then I didn't, I forgot what I was actually meant by the title. I, I completely lost all track of what it was. So I mentioned it to Sally and said I must record it at some stage. But um yeah. I uh, I left it on the back burner but fortunately I, I rediscovered an email a few weeks ago which actually I'd, I'd noted down exactly what I meant by this and then it all came became clear so I'm hoping it became clear for me that it'll become clear for you so what I mean is okay we've got we've got three areas here and and I'm defining uh, success in marketing or particular marketing campaigns I suppose I should say by uh, three key elements and one is um, the, the metrics of the campaign so effectively the engagement of the campaign that we that we're using or campaigns uh, the second is then the conversion uh, of of leads or conversion of uh, engaged users to towards actually mixing, making making a purchasing decision and uh, therefore contributing towards the bottom line and the third is the most elusive which is around the, the brand effect and the impact on the brand of said campaign or campaigns that you are actually deploying and as I was writing these down and, and thinking about them, I thought so often we perhaps look at our campaigns and we define them by one of these metrics, perhaps. I mean, maybe two, but but rarely three. Rarely do we really get into the third metric there, which is around more the, the brand impact. And there's clearly reasons for that, as I'll come to. But first of all, when we put a campaign out there or a set of campaigns, we, we're thinking about, well, How is this going to run with the desired audience? What are they actually going to do with this? Are they going to click through? Are they going to watch this video? Are they going to read this white paper? Are they then going to join the mailing list? You're know, you going to have clearly set objectives and goals that you've got um, on a website experience, for example, with those individuals. And therefore, you're really focusing on, well, what is it delivering? Are we getting engaged users at this point? And maybe it will be that campaign is not looking to actually elicit conversions and purchases at that stage you're just looking to engage a new audience um, and then at later date you will then be working with those people working with those people to get them to to convert to a purchase so you're going to have your initial um, metrics in mind about the campaign and then you will later on um, perhaps put on top of that, or layer on top, the idea of the conversions that you have. You know, by tracking those people through your your CRM, if you have one, um, and understanding well what is it that we we've done with those people to convert them uh, and nurture them to that conversion point. But it strikes me that the metrics are probably, particularly these days, are the actual campaign metrics of engagement are the easiest things. To monitor because you have fantastic packages and uh, analytics out there which show you yep we got x number of people clicking on this looking at it viewing it clicking onto this then doing this spending this much dwell time on this turning the sound on whatever it might be you've got some really good metrics there to understand that it's really easy to see and understand um, it's very easy to confuse however this first level I would say it's very easy to confuse this dimension and uh, consider that uh, that engagement will therefore equal success For the campaign in the long run, and this is where the time and space comes in, because I think you need to apply a time and space understanding to all of these dimensions of of your campaigns and of your marketing work. Because obviously, in the short term, the short term dimension, an idea of we wanted to produce a video that got, I don't know, ten thousand views and uh, audience retention rate of at least fifty percent. Up to seventy percent of the, of the video, or perhaps one hundred percent, whatever it might be, whatever your metrics are, you'll have them set out there. You'll be able to measure against it and go, "Yep, yeah, well, that was successful. That wasn't." Um, and on that basis, on that dimension, you 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 can say, "Yep, yeah, that 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 did what it needed to do, or it didn't." Uh, only at a later date, when you've had enough time to study the metrics, the actual analytics, will you see that did that then for therefore yield certain number of people actually um, taking on the product or or sharing with others who then went on and um, bought your product only at that later stage can you really understand the true impact uh, the bottom line at least of of that campaign so when it gets to that second dimension and that second dimension as I say of conversion to a purchase um, uh, is really again it's relatively easy to to measure in terms of people who have actually got all the way through and converted but it's not as easy to measure perhaps and understand how many people are likely to convert or are in the process of converting because this goes back to the point with um, uh, our podcast with Dave Hayward, where we looked at marketing automation you you have a nice clear understanding a a linear journey perhaps it may have multi multiple facets to it and, and, and different routes but you can only ever be so complex in terms of a, a customer journey that you have and an expected behaviour to conversion, for example, from initial engagement of your audience. And you're hopefully looking to test your hypothesis to see if people will come through and do what you want them to do at a certain time they do that. But as Dave quite rightly said, people are chaotic. So if we take our handbag example, for example, for example um, into our shop, our uh, handbag shop, we get people coming through the front door, they have a look at the window, the shop window they come in through the front door they go and look at the yellow handbags then they go out then they come back two weeks later for no apparent reason and say yes actually i'm gonna look at the blue handbags now not the yellow ones at all uh they go back out on the street look at the shop window again come back in the shop go straight to the till then go away from the till then leave the shop altogether then come back again with a friend three weeks later and they both buy green handbags that's the kind of thing we're dealing with in terms of chaotic um human uh, involvement with our marketing if only it would be so much easier if we didn't have to market to human beings wouldn't it if we just if we just, you know market to automatons who, who followed a beautifully linear conversion process then our lives would be so much easier but this is the reality we live in and therefore it can be more confusing you, you at least you can look at the metrics in your first dimension your metrics and your engagement you can understand what's going on there in terms of the limited amount of uh, actual meaning that you you get from that Uh, and then the second level though when it really matters about converting people you're not quite so sure you can see a lot of activity you can understand certain behaviors based on what you would hope to see from people but you can't really get much further than that necessarily I mean there are sophisticated ways of understanding what people are doing based on what others have done at this point and Therefore, you've got a little bit more certainty around, you know, your projections and your models that you might have. And obviously, the more advanced your marketing operation and the more money you have, the, the better that is. But for most people, it's slightly more confusing. Um, but then the third level is um, is around brands and what brand effect you have generated in your campaign. So if we start off again with our, I uh, say so we've done a video of our handbags and uh We've, we've done that because we want to engage a thousand people, get at least half of them to watch at least, I don't know, 30% of the video. And then on the back of that, we want um, as many as possible, but say, I don't know, at least 5 to 10% to click through to the website to then browse that particular handbag, um, which we've shown on the video on the website. And then we find that 1.2% of those people then go through and actually. Um, sign up to uh, to to, well buy the handbag or or perhaps another three or four percent go off and sign up to our our mailing list to be reminded of details about that handbag in the future Um, but that's all fine great but how much have we understood about what effect we have given our audience in terms of understanding the, the brand what what brand message have we conveyed what feelings emotions have we we built in our in our audience around the brand and of course that's a very long-term thing that's not a quick um, dimension that you can just understand just like that Um, so so it's a longer-term understanding of the sentiment people have around the brand and, and based on not just this one campaign but multiple campaigns um, but it's, it's, it's very elusive. It, it, it can be very fluffy if you say, well, we're just sending this out, this campaign, to get sort of better brand awareness and engagement. And yes, you'll get awareness, perhaps, of your brand more than you would if you didn't send the campaign out to your audience that you want to send it to. But you're not going to have, necessarily, an understanding of, well, what did that do? How much have we impacted on people in terms of you know what they think of us if they change their sentiment towards us? And, and how does that actually translate to the bottom line? So this third one... Um, in terms of this is the long term. We, we've got the, the short term with the engagements and the metrics. We've got the medium term in terms of the, the actual conversion to to sale. And then we've got the long term in terms of the brand effect. So those three dimensions are, are clearly all working together. And I think quite often we go into campaigns thinking, well, we're doing this for this one piece. You know, like when you set up a LinkedIn campaign or something, they ask you, well, what are you doing this campaign for? And you have to select one Particular aspect and go down that road, and clearly, then they give you the options to um, progress your customers down that one road, and keeps a sort of clear single focus in mind. and And I'm not suggesting that people go out and say, "Well, actually, you know what? Every single campaign I do, I want it to deliver on all of these three dimensions, and you know, it, it has to do everything at the same time." But in your plan for that campaign, you know, you have to be aware that yes, in time and space of this campaign existing in the market and being uh, served up to a particular audience it is going to influence on all those three dimensions all those three levels and you therefore can have a plan to understand more about you know what your expectations are in terms of what this campaign does for those three dimensions um, what you're actually hoping to achieve what you're measuring um, and then what what does success look like so those three dimensions of success mean that you've got a bit of a better understanding of okay th- this this campaign is going to be sent out because it is a long-term brand building exercise with our previous customers you know it's reinforcing elements of the brand that we want to get across to them because we want to build referrals whatever it might be if you use more of these three dimensions it can give you a bit more of a a way to explain to others what you're looking to achieve and you know why their budget that they're giving you to to spend on this campaign actually makes sense or not and it also gives you more structure and understanding what it is you are trying to achieve and 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 the the latent effects i suppose of, of what this campaign could give you so i would say that it's important that you also um you know don't just track the immediate engagement it's, it's having the long tail of engagement it's it's perhaps using uh, listening tools to to try and recognize sentiment about your brand and influenced over a long period a long trend line of the campaigns that you've been sharing with a particular audience segment um, and, and therefore there are ways in which you can actually you know, either try and measure or understand and set your own expectations around um, these different dimensions of, of, mar- of marketing campaign that you are, are utilizing. So, if you have those in mind at least, um, and you can say, well, the focus is on this dimension right now, but a reasonable expectation would be that, you know, we're going to influence this and this perhaps. Um, and I just think it's important to have that to note it. And I'm sure it's, it's something that people are aware of, of course, but it's important to note it down because then it will influence the way in which you actually describe, talk about that campaign, plan that campaign, work with that campaign and and, and tie it up and finish at the end for yourself and your team and others who are looking at your team and trying to understand what it is you're doing. So I think from that perspective as well, it's also very handy. Um, And it can, perhaps if you ask this question about, well, which dimensions of success are we measuring here? gives you a better understanding of justifying the outcomes and, and, and actually really gauging was this you know a short-term failure a long-term success a long-term success medium-term failure whatever it might be it gives you better dimensions of understanding of where this campaign sits in the wider context and having these three reference points at least or these three dimensions levels whatever you want to call them helps give you that uh, that setting in context ability I think uh, and to be able to communicate it more effectively so that's it. You may think that that's a load of utter nonsense, I don't know. Uh, something that was very obvious, something that was very um, misguided, I don't know. Or you might think, yeah, that's a good idea, thanks Sam, that's good. Um, if you do um, think any of those things, I'd be very happy to uh, to hear what you do think about it and then continue the debate, really, that's what we'd like to do. So um, please do get in touch uh, at any stage, really, with us uh, on Twitter, at, at MeandersPod you can uh, email us, which is meanderspod at gmail.com. You can find us on our Facebook page as well, or just find us on ACAST or any other podcast provider, and you can actually send a message to us um, via those as well. So please do let me and Sally know what you think about that. It's my three dimensions. I, I hope I explained it in a reasonably understandable way and that it's got some value to it. But um, let me know. That's all for now. Thanks very much, everyone. Take care. See you soon.